Hello and welcome to the My Favourite Film Podcast with me, Gav Smith, and me, Gary Coleman. There you go. Brilliant. Uh, this week, Mick Ferry came in to talk about Jaws. Oh, my word. Yeah, you've been waiting Literally for this one, haven't you? One of my favourite films ever. And, and Mick Ferry, one of my favourite comedians ever. Just a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant episode. It's got everything going for it then, hasn't it? So... Absolutely. Before we and get even, that, me, even I managed to sneak into this episode. Absolutely, yeah. We, we had a week without you, yeah, and now we, you're going to be back in full force. Um, if people want to get in touch with us here at the show, which we really do want you to get in touch with us here at the show, email, it's myfavoritefilmpodcast at gmail.com. What about Twitter, Gary? Yeah, Twitter, at myfavoritefilm. And then Instagram? Yes, at myfavoritefilmpodcast. I was listening. <laughs> He was, honestly, listeners. Uh, Facebook, because we have said it before, you're probably as old as we are, so you're using Facebook. Uh, just search up My Favourite Film. There is a page and there is a group. The group lets you get in touch with us as well and just interact you with do. us in some yeah, way. Yeah, get in touch with us, chat to us. We love to hear do. from you. Yeah. Gary's better on Facebook than me because he's older. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we also okay. get parchment. If you send a parchment to... <laughs> if you send me a letter... With a stamp and everything. Pitching posters. That works as well. Um, If you can't remember those things we just said, because we waffled a little bit too much. Because you're so old. The website, www.myfavoritefilm.com, is where you will find all of the links. They're down the bottom. There's also links to all of the past episodes, if you haven't managed to find this on a podcast provider. And on those those podcast providers, Gary, what could you do that might help people support Well, us? this is what we want you to do. If you'd like, it would really help us out. It'd be awesome if you just pop over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Good Pods, where you're getting your podcasts from. And all these platforms let you rate and review our little podcast. And if you give us a good review, if you've enjoyed the show, a little five-star review, a rating rather, five-star rating, and a nice little review would really, really help us out so much. So please do that. That'd be awesome. And if it costs, hated, if you costs you nothing. Show, Sorry, if you hate the show, just jog on. Just don't yeah. need anything. <laughs> you can't hate this show. This this episode is awesome. So it is. It do, is. Do, do help us out at the end with a little review. Do you know what? I I think Jaws is such a classic film. It's been around yeah. for so long. I yes. don't think we need to say anything else about it, do we? No. We no just actually, let's just get into it. Straight let's into just it. Cool. This awesome. is our spoiler-filled chat with Mick Ferry about Steven Spielberg's 1975 classic film. Jaws. Get in. There is a creature alive today who has survived millions of years of evolution without change, without passion, and without logic. It lives to kill. A mindless eating machine. It will attack and devour anything. It is as if God created the devil and gave him Jaws. Uh, hello, Mick. How are you? I'm good. How are you? How are you? Fine, thank you. Thanks a lot for uh, coming. Hi, on. Mick. How are you doing? You well? How are you, Gary? You okay? You good? I'm good, man. Very, very good. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say a long time we'll see, but I saw you about a year and a half ago at your gig in, in uh, London. That there, London. Yeah, sounds probably right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what's, what's, the, what's the one you book? What's the one you book? What's it called? The Southgate Club. 
Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Any listeners in Southgate area? It's one of the best comedy clubs in the greater Southgate <laughs> <Yes>. area. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty much the Southgate area is fantastic. Yeah. Because you came down headline for us and you were absolutely awesome, as always. Well, thank you very much. That's very kind of you to say, but that's, that's why I mentioned it, just so you Obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we did a play. We did a play together as well, although we didn't do any scenes. We did do a play together uh, up in Scotland in Edinburgh. Yeah, during the festival. A lot of yeah. fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In that rat-infested uh, venue. <laughs> Genuine rats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Terrifying. <laughs> wow. Scottish rats as well. These yeah. are the worst ones. Yeah, they're big buggers. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> festival rats. Festival. <laughs> Or, 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 or the Oxbridge pricks, I call them. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, from that, obviously, Mick, we know that you're a stand-up comic, working with Gary every now and again. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, um, your relationship with film, I suppose, as well? Oh, uh, relationship with film, uh, just that, that's all I watch, basically. Sport and films, uh, that's it. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, and quite a wide variety as well of films, from uh, sci-fi to... I even like it. I even like what they call a good chick flick. I like that kind of stuff, mm. you know. So, yeah, it varies. Depends what mood I'm in. It depends what mood I'm in. Uh, but there are certain films, and today the one we're talking about, that if it's on the TV, uh, the sort of the universal law is you've got to watch it. And Definitely. yeah, Definitely. yes, it's the rule, it's the law. Yeah. Well, today's film we're, we're talking about 1975 classic Jaws, Steven Spielberg. Um, oh, <laughs> the, the, the two there. <laughs> um, so can you give us a just a quick plot synopsis? That should be really easy for Jaws. Uh, it's a great white shark. There's an island called Allensy Islands, which is obviously really Martha's Vineyard, it does exist, and uh, it relies on its summer trade, its tourists coming using the beaches. And a great white shark uh, starts eating people, because that's what they do. Um, and it's, it's a big bastard as well. And you've got a sheriff who's afraid of water, who then enlists the help of a very wealthy marine, young marine biologist and uh, a, a Navy veteran. Uh, um, uh, I don't know what you call him, call him a grizzled... Uh, I mean, he's a shark hunter anyway. So, uh, uh, yeah, they have to... You have to find the shark, otherwise the, the island goes bust. That's it. That, that sounds pretty much the plot to me, yeah. So yeah. why is this your favourite film? I think, I don't know. I, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I was taken to see this about a year after it had been out. Uh, uh, I was like seven at the time, wow. seven, nearly eight at the time. <laughs> it was a ter- terrifying film to take a kid yeah. to, but, you know, I, and it left me traumatised for years. You know, I used to, and it sounds this is really bad. But I used to even check the bed for sharks before I got in it in case. <laughs> uh, but I think why it was so memorable and still is, uh, it's almost a perfect film. And, yeah, and the reason behind that, the reason behind that is, is because because of the shark not working, it'd be interesting to yeah. see what kind of film it would have been if the shark had actually worked. Uh, so they had to really change everything they did. So I think the reason why it's fit, you know there's something there and it's a long time before you see it, you actually see it. Uh, and this sense of anticipation builds up and the, and the music that adds to it. And yeah. But also as well, it's quite funny. It's a, it's a funny film. Yeah. There's some fantastically funny scenes in it. And it's a bit of a buddy film as well. Like, you know, like a, yeah, yeah. a, a sort of a road movie, but on, on the water. Yeah. Uh, 
it, it, which it is. Uh, so it's got every element, I think, for it's a fantastic cast. Uh, I mean, I know they were writing it each night. They're writing the scenes. You know, uh, Cal Gottlieb, who's the uh, who's a comedy writer who actually worked yeah. with Spielberg writing the stuff. And yeah, they had traumas every every day. Something went wrong with it, and they it just so they worked on the fly with it. And I, 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 for me, it's a masterpiece. It's just an absolute masterpiece from start yeah. to end. It's it's perfect. I was just saying to Gab before this started. I mean, we 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 watch all these films. And they're all you know someone's favorite movie. No one, no, we know it's not billed as the best movie. You know, my best movie. Yeah, yeah. Someone's always people like personal ideas. But I think this is probably, from my taste, this is probably the best movie that. Yeah, I'm think, sure. Yeah. It is the most yeah. perfect movie. I mean, it's just brilliant. It's a joy yeah. to watch. Absolute yeah. joy to watch. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. I mean. Uh, Look, I, I've got. I, when anybody says what's your favorite film of all time, I, I would probably say George. But it, it depends. I always say, I always say to people, I have a top ten or a top twenty. Yeah. I, don't, mm. I think if you, I think somebody, somebody says they've got a favorite song, you go, what? You've got one, just yeah. one song that you like. I mean, that's yeah. a ridiculous statement. Yeah. But uh, as as close to perfection in filmmaking, I think yeah. Jaws is it. And also as well, it became without realizing that was a that was a blockbuster term uh, happened the summer blockbuster. Yeah, it never happened before. Because yeah. at that time, you wanted the big films. You used to go out at Christmas. You used to bring them out for the Christmas holidays. That's when the the big hits happened. So this was a summer blockbuster for the first time, yeah, uh, which then revolutionised Hollywood. How it worked then? How they made films? Yeah. yeah. I also wonder, and just what you said, Mick, but but you know, you went to see it as a kid. I mean, I saw it probably the same. Yeah, I saw it when it, you know when I was a young kid, a really young kid, and it came yeah. out. And it was it was yeah. a PG film, so I, I yeah, think was, probably again there's a whole generation of young kids <laughs> yeah. terrified, witless by this movie. I saw it on holiday. I saw it on holiday in Scotland, and it was like we're in a, we're in a caravan park, and I'm badging mum and dad. And went, no, no, you can't see, it, you can't see. It. In the end, it was just raining and miserable. Went, come on, then. And I just, yeah, absolutely traumatized by watching this movie. I think there's, there's that, a lot. That scene with the head coming out of the boat. I mean, yeah. you should be you should be seeing that as a seven year old kid. You should. <laughs> <laughs> I think the whole generation was that saw this far too young. I think I'm slightly <laughs> younger than you guys, but um, I know I watched. Yeah, it. all right, okay. <laughs> only a little bit. It doesn't look. If, like you, if you were seven when you saw this, I was only five. So, you know. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. A tiny bit, but I mean, I would have seen it on TV, and I think it was the, it was an acceptable horror film for your parents to watch. You, I sat down and watched this with parents. Is it? A kids' movie, I suppose it was almost billed as it's PG. I, so, I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think because it's, I think the reason why it probably got past the censors a lot and sort of stuff because it is, it's an adventure film. Yeah. Like, if you, re, mm. you think about it, yeah. it's an adventure film and, uh, and it's got elements of comedy in, like we said, as well. Yeah. So, and, and it's a classic, like, monster movie. So it's, yeah, yeah you know, I mean, why not? I mean, I, I would imagine, uh, can you imagine being a, about a seven-year-old when you when you around when Jason the Argonauts first came out? And you yeah. saw the, the, the skelly bones, mm. all them. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that, yeah. that had terrified you at the time. It would have been been horrific, you know, yeah. with the flying harpies and so on. Yeah, you'd have shit yourself as a kid then. So <laughs> absolutely, yeah. A head coming out of a window. Water's not too bad. Uh, <laughs> you said it um, earlier that this is one of those. You must watch. If it's on television, you have to watch it. Do you regularly put this film back on? Is it one that you'd go, ah, oh, do you know what? Let's watch Jaws tonight. Or is it no, really? No, I've, 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 I've had it on all the formats over the years, DVDs and so on, but never watch, never watch it because it's, it's, it's usually, 
I don't oh like God, no, I've lost Kaya by many times. I've seen it, but usually you're scrolling through TV and yeah. uh, and uh, during lockdown, ITV4 seems to show it once a week. So you scroll, you spend the ages for something to watch, and then you, you, you sort of, oh, we'll see what's on ITV4, and you go, ah, oh, there's Jaws, we'll put it on the plus one, and I'll you know, catch up with it. So, you know, you yeah. can dive in at any point on it. Mm. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know um, Netflix now have have it as on Netflix. It keeps coming up with my recommendations. Even before I said I was going to do this, it was just popping up. It's like, oh, well. <laughs> yeah. um, it's Bill, we've just said it's an adventure movie, but it is classed as one of being one of the best horror movies still. Would you class it as a horror film, do you think? Oh, it's not a horror film. No? It's not. No, I wouldn't class it as a horror film. I, I, I suppose the tropes that you use in horror, horror films, I mean, the uh, like jump scares, which yep. are in it, where they, you know, which are classic uh, horror tropes, yep. or uh, the music, the build-up to scenes, the, the Maybe, yeah. intimidating music. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, that's that's what you think would be horror. But, uh, but yeah, I'd, I don't it, it, I, I would never call it a horror film. I would never... Yep. I, I, I'd call it an adventure movie. That's what it is. That's, uh, that's what... I put it. I put it under a category of action and adventure. I wouldn't put it under the uh, category of horror. Not yeah. at all. Yeah, fair enough. Now I'm gonna. This is an odd one. I've got a question from a listener. Believe it or not. Okay. Um, Michael Minutillo. I hope I spelled his pronounced his name right because I haven't. I've got trouble there. Mm-hmm. He reckons about uh, a couple of years ago in Valente Beach, um, they did a screening of Jaws on the beachside that you watch from the sea on a rubber ring. Yeah. I'm aware of these nights. Is I'm that something? Yeah. Is that something you do, or would you just steer clear of that? <laughs> I'd, I'd want to make sure there was a, it was an area where there was been no sightings of a shark at any point, <laughs> any time. There was shark nets out. I, I, I would do if the experience. I would imagine it's uh, it'd be a great thing to watch. I mean, it, it would be fantastic, but um, God, it would be scary. It'd add to it, wouldn't it? it would yeah, be you know, yeah, it's yeah. It's getting dark as well. Yeah. Well, it starts going dark as well. And if I, if I was going to if I was going to host an event like that, I would have things like I'd have a diary with a fin just circling around like that <laughs> <laughs> during the film. <laughs> can you? I mean, can you just imagine being in a, on water and just hearing that music when I mean, the film starts? That very first time you hear that music, yeah. you would absolutely break yourself. Mm, yeah. Terrifying, definitely, terrifying. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you would. You 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 pull everything in all your all your feet, your legs. <laughs> your you'd have nothing. You'd have nothing in the water. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Be handy, though, if you did shit yourself that you're actually straight in the sea. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Shit, or, or piss yourself because apparently urine hides your smell. Apparently, so from a oh. shit. <laughs> yeah. It's only oh, said. I don't. I would imagine the first person who came up with that theory actually did piss themselves when seeing a shark. And, <laughs> The show you know, use it as an excuse, yeah, yeah, mm, good ribs, yeah. Um, yeah, we, it seems that your eyes got a lot to do with the sea, hasn't it? Because you, you piss on yourself and you get stung by a jellyfish, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't know, I don't know, who came up with that first. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who didn't like the person being stung by the jellyfish, so yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Let's give it a try. Um, let's talk about the the, the cast, I suppose, and the directors. Um, obviously, Spielberg here. Yeah. Um, I think he'd only really done Jewel before this, so he wasn't actually the big director he is nowadays. Um, so this was kind of him cutting his teeth in, in the directing world. What do you think of Spielberg 
at this point in his career and then obviously going forward. Well, well, well Jewel is a fantastic film. Mm, it, is, yeah. it was like a, a, a TV B movie. I think it was yeah, done it was, originally yeah. as a TV movie, a TV film. Yeah. Uh, and for such a low budget, the sense of uh, uh, theory creates in that. I mean, just yeah. just by effectively using a car and a and a truck, it, it's yeah. superb. So it's <laughs> he obviously he obviously at that point had a great understanding of tension and mm-hmm. how to build it. Yeah. Uh, I I think I think he's a Maybe maybe it's because some of his films have like been these blockbusters. With I mean, he's won Oscars, his films and so on. But yeah, I think he's probably the best storyteller of all directors. Uh, he really does know how to tell a story from start to finish uh, in the, like a, like an old fashioned sense. He, you know, it's uh, uh, he, he doesn't seem to uh, do anything for you know. You get some you'll get some directors like uh, they'll have an element they always put in a film, you know, because it's, it's the, it's the artistic bent on it. Mm, and, yeah. Oh God, you know, I didn't, I didn't need to see a dove flying in slow motion in that fight scene. <laughs> you know, I'd second there are pigeons around, not doves, where do you get a dove from in a fight scene? But you know, so he, but he's never done that. He's, ne- he's never, he's never done that. He's ne- he never seems to interfere with the story just to get a, yeah. a piece of his own uh, artistic, once onto, you know, onto, you understand what I mean by that? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that's, he, I mean, his films are all so very different. I mean, if you go from Jewel to Jaws to his next film would be Close Encounters of the Third Kind, you know, you get such a change in what he's doing each time. Um, yeah. So, he, I mean, he does that, he's done that through his whole career. Every single film seems to be very, very different than the previous one. And, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Again, the likes yeah. of Schindler's List later on down the line, you've got a yeah. very different filmmaker there. Yeah, yeah uh, and the same in Private Ryan. I mean, yeah. the only scenes in that, it just, uh, I mean, that, uh, again, but also uh, probably a first in filmmaking, uh, the way had the, everybody seems to have a camera and it just, the way they yeah. shot the scene, it was just uh, unbelievable. Yeah. I, I, and I've never watched a war film before with you, but I, I, I've, I've not been in the army. I know Gary was, you were in the army, weren't you, Gary? I don't, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't think we saw any action, but I mean, I think that's the closest. You get to feel as somebody who's never seen it, and yeah. how it must have felt on the day. I mean, it's, you know, it's 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 terrifying watching it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, and moving on from from Spielberg, what an amazing cast of the three main guys in this. You know, Roy Scheider, Schneider, um, Robert Shaw, and Richard Dreyfus playing the main three roles. What do you think of them as actors? First off, what do you think of their characters? Uh. <clears throat> The characters are amazing. They're all, all, all fantastic actors in their own right. I mean, yeah. Steiner, he'd he, he just done as well, uh, uh, French Connection as well at the time, uh, yeah, where yeah. He, we, you know, uh, which he, he's fantastic in. I, I, I think Steiner, I think he, he played that film perfectly because he, he, I think he allowed the dynamic between uh, Dreyfus and Robert Shaw to play out. Yeah. And he, he sort of remained sort of like the wolf, you know, mm. Quiet, but I think I think that's why he's he's, he's very noticeable in it. His, his character as a sheriff, the sheriff Broder. Uh Robert Shaw is just oh, it's his performance of his life, isn't it? You know, it's uh, it's nothing better than that. Although I still don't forgive him for that terrible Irish accent in the Sting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> although he, he, Robert Shaw is in one of my one of my overall time favorite films, which is Taking a Pal on One Two Three. Oh yeah, uh, which is a stunning film. Uh, and Richard Dreyfus. Fantastic actor, just uh, it was, he was a rising star at the time, yeah, yeah. I, I believe, uh, and he went on to win an Oscar later on. But uh, yeah, uh, but there was, I've heard all sorts of stories about the the the, 
the rift between Dreyfus mm. and Shaw and whether it was real or not, but it seemed yeah. to be real at the time. And I, and I think Shaw used that to drag the performance out of Dreyfus because it was a real... Probably, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but Robert Shaw's fantastic. It's Quint, superb. It's Quint, just... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what you call. Would you call him an anti-hero? What would you call him? Because he's, <laughs> the guy's an he's an asshole. <laughs> well, yeah, he's an absolute asshole. But when you find out what happened to him in the US in yeah. Indianapolis, you think, well, no wonder you like that. You know, he, yeah. he's, yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's a little bit fatalistic as well, isn't he? And he just, yeah, he's ego-driven and yeah, he's not he's not a likable guy. But as the film goes on, you think I wouldn't mind a drink with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be a great guy to have done the pub actually and have a chat. Yeah, yeah, chat. of course he would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or go out and shark hunt with. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, then. I mean, from the rest of the supporting cast, there's there's not major ones. There's there's one major supporting cast, I suppose, after, which is Bruce, um, the shark. Yeah. What do we think of the shark when it's actually seen? Uh, God, at the time it looked real. Uh, yeah. I mean, you watch it now, you just go, God, it looks a little bit. <laughs> It looks like it's rubber, but yeah. I mean, you, you, because you don't see it all, it, it still works. It's still effective. It's still, yeah, it's, I mean, uh, you, could you imagine today's technology? I don't know if it would work, because I think today they'd CGI the shark in and, but, and it, it, yeah. it, it'd, yeah. look, it'd look rubbish. Yeah, uh, yeah but the shark doesn't. It, it is just a, it's just a shark. I mean, sharks look yeah. a bit rubbish anyway, don't they? They look plastic. Yeah, they do. Actually, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just a shark, yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, they look very, very expressive and things, are they? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> big smile. Yeah, yeah. It would be like I said, it would have been interesting to see what the film would be like if it had actually worked because it was mm. going to feature a lot more. But, yeah. uh, but sort of thankfully, it didn't work. It got broken. So yeah, yeah. which is so, stories. These rumors I've heard about how that got broken was uh, well, one story appears in a book is that because uh, uh, Lucas Spielberg. Um, Coppler had the film company at the time called, I think it was Zoetrope, a film company they, they, they were together. And, and I think supposedly Spielberg's taken Lucas to see the shark before <laughs> the filming and they're messing around with it, opening its mouth and shutting it. And then uh, they're, they're supposed to have broken and, and ran away and didn't tell anybody. That's one <laughs> of the stories that's. <laughs> right. And I know I'd heard one story where they said that they'd made it all and then realized that they hadn't made it waterproof. So. That's what I heard. I just kept thinking. What well, soon as they put it in the water, water. Went, oh, this doesn't work in the water. It's not. Yeah. Well, they, the water. well they, they built. They had two boats which they built for the. I was yeah. set for the filming, and they kept sinking as well. It yeah. just seems they were making yeah. a film that was based on the water, and they were not very good at <laughs> <laughs> understanding how the scene works. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's why the where the misquoted line comes from. Um, Schneider's, um, "You're going to need a bigger boat." Yeah, yeah. You're that need was a bigger just, boat. He just said that off. It was. Ad lib, yeah, because of the boat yeah. that was sinking around him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the script. It was just, yeah. And it is the most misquoted line as yeah. well. Everybody says, "We're gonna need a ego. Behave yeah. yourself. Stop yeah. it." Yeah, yeah. It's one of them misquotes where you you, you have to react instantly. And go, no, that's not right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So, other than, I mean, the shark. Um, how do you think? It works in the way that Spielberg's then shot the shark the other way, which is to give you lots of point of view from the shark's point of view, rather, and just using the tune. Do you think that? I, I think that, that was, a uh, yeah, it, it does actually. Yeah, because uh, that that music is 
Oh, brilliant yeah. it's terrifying it's it, just that slow build up to it and then the frenziness that it builds up slowly it's like it's almost like in time with the shark it's a slow hunting process and then yeah. builds up to the the frenzy the the eating frenzy at the end uh yeah i mean it's fantastic but, but without showing like real attacks like when you see the kitna kid bum on the on the wrath go up and you see the blood stained wrath and that you know it's uh you know what's happened you've not seen it properly but you, you, you know straight away what's happened you yeah. know you understand what's happened yeah. and when it ends up in the pond as well you can see the thing coming up and uh yeah the guy the boat instructor loses a leg yeah <laughs> that's that leg going down, the leg float down don't you? yeah yeah exactly which oh. uh, which is one thing i will pick up on the film because that was a very clean bite i'm not a surgeon gary i know you doctor, but that was <laughs> yeah. that's like it was bitten well, i've never bitten off, a leg off, off. <laughs> uh, it was bitten off it was bitten off at the fire you'd have thought there'd be more damage you know from uh the radius of the knife bite anyway so yeah that's <laughs> 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 There's always something you can pick up on these films. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, on that, there is a bit where Richard Dreyfuss's character Hooper measures the the, the white. The, basically, they find the, the woman who's killed first, and they work out the bite radius of the shark. It's a big thing. Another bite radius, but all they've got is a wrist or something. They've got like a yeah. few fingers and a wrist. They've, they've got yeah, How they've got like uh, yeah, this big. How do they work out the yeah. bite radius of something this big from a little bit of? Leg that big. That's quite a rip because they don't show you the corpse properly, but they show you some mangled. You, you assume it's flesh, but that's quite a rip. It's got crabs crawling all <laughs> yeah, over. Yeah, that's that's one of the first things you see in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, uh, yeah. It's like well, that's the first scene with the kill scene. I, I mean, it sets the tone. Yeah. You know, the party kids partying, just going for a swim. Yeah, and gets attacked. And I mean, we know that's not how a shark attacks. You don't get dragged through the water like that. Like no. she did. But what's terrifying about that is it just goes quiet and you just hear the boy with a bell just yeah, ding, yeah. ding, ding. And it's, it's like, whoa, fuck, what the fuck was yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. It's brilliant. And, then for, and yeah. the first sort of horrific thing you see, again, you don't see. It's just, as you say, it's just crabs. Yes. You see crabs yeah, in yeah, the yeah, person's yeah. hand. It's like, pretty, yeah. there's nothing the there, cinema, yeah. yeah, as a as a, as a nine year old, eight year old, nine year old boy in the cinema, I was thinking I've made a huge mistake. We're only five minutes in. I need to go now. I really need to go. It's time to leave. This yeah. isn't the action adventure film I was promised. No. Yeah. Um, it's based on a book by Peter Benchley, who does yeah. get credited as being screenplay writer on this. Although I think his screenplay was pretty much ripped up. As the went because the shark didn't work. Yeah. Have, have you read the book at all? Uh, no, I, I. You know what? I haven't. I said I did. I did have it. I did mean to read it. It's because I've seen the film first, and I knew yeah. the book was entirely different. And and then I heard somebody said, "Oh, uh, Hooper has an affair with Brody's wife in the yeah. book." I was like, "What? Mm. Yeah, hang on. <laughs> That's nonsense. Why would that happen?" Uh, yeah, there's a, the random section just in the middle where that happens, and it's kind of. I think they just took that out of the film because. It works better if Brody and Hooper are friends rather than yes, enemies. Yeah, they're yeah, very yeah. much enemies in in the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I've not read it. I've not read it. I, uh, I, I've heard it's it's an interesting book. I've heard it's not very well written, but uh... it's not the greatest. But well, <laughs> <laughs> then Benchley's made a, a a career out of writing writing rubbish books about monsters in the sea. Basically, he followed this up with the Beast, which is about a squid, and then he's done a few more about sharks and all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff. He, Seems to be just retrashing the same thing over and over again. But. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And Brody's wife's having an affairs with all of them. Everybody yeah. wants to rescue them. <laughs> all over the place, that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
where I think we're going. Uh, so let's kind of go into the film itself and kind of work through the film itself. Um, what I've been doing with lots of people is been kind of saying you stick if you stick this into the, the VHS into the video player, and you're going to speed up to get your favorite scenes. Where do you start? So what, where's your first speed up to? Probably not going to be very far. I would have thought with yours because it'd be the first scene. I would have thought. I don't think you have to speed it up. It's the first scene. It's, yeah. that's it. That sets the tone. Yeah, you, you, you don't need to speed anything up. You just sit and watch that first scene unfold, and then that's it. Yeah. that's the film set. That's the film set. That's it. You're done. You, you're into it straight away. There's no yeah. messing around with it. There's no build up. It's, it's like, not no. It's, in the opening few minutes, it's boom. It's that scene's happened, and you go pack. Yeah. yeah, then you grips. Then you've got to watch it. You've got to watch the rest of it. Then. Yeah. Um, so after that first scene, then, because there's now lots of exposition before you see anything else, I suppose. Where do you go to next? What would be your next best scene after that? I don't, I don't know. I'm not too sure. Actually, I think uh, I think the, the, uh, the well again would be the discovery of the body, you know, on the beach, uh, yeah. and then you go to the autopsy with uh, Hooper. I mean, Hooper arriving on the uh, uh, island is fantastic. It's a fantastic mm. little bit of comedy as well, you know. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's yeah. It's it, it, I don't know I, why why I don't I don't understand why you're going to scenes. Why why can't we just watch the film? It's a really difficult question because normally on, on normally most films that you watch, even these classic films, when you rewatch them, most of the time you go, oh yeah, whatever, whatever. We're just waiting to get to the big scene that you remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yours is really difficult because every you said at the beginning, you know, it's just you could start watching the movie at any yeah. point and you just be yeah. straight into it. Every scene is just absolute killer. Every scene is yeah. just absolute killer. There's no yeah, yeah, yeah. killer yeah. anywhere. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You just have to watch the whole film from beginning to end and then yeah. start again at the beginning. It's that good. I mean, I think. Rather than where would we go? Is there, have you got any sort of favourite scenes? What would be your favourite scenes within it? What would be the ones that are your standouts? Uh, the gut-wrenching one uh, uh, is Mrs. Kittner when she ah, slaps yeah. Brody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you feel so sorry for him, but uh, yeah. and and her as well. You know, she's yeah. lost. She's lost a son. You know, uh, mm. but yeah, that's oh, it's just perfectly done. And, it, and what I'm seeing is no, there's no background music. There's nothing. It's just a slap, and it's just nobody knows where to put the face after she's done it. And she's every right to do it. So yeah, yeah. you know, because uh, the mayor, I think the mayor says to him at that point, "Oh, she's wrong, uh, um, chief," yeah. uh, and he and he says, "No, she's not." Yeah, yeah. No, he knows he should have closed down the beaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he's great. The great, the guy who plays the mayor, Mayor Vaughan, he's fantastic. Oh, yeah. He's, he, he's superb, isn't it? Yeah. That great, that great line he has, well, which I love, is, you know, you, you yell barracuda, people say, huh, what? You yell shark, also you got a panic in your hands on the 4th of July. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant line. But isn't he? I mean, every sleazy politician who now pops up whenever there's a kind of public health thing, and they're just putting their own interest, the money first. Yeah, yeah, oh my yeah. God, yours is just that guy from yours. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sadly, exactly. there's yeah, too many yeah. politicians doing that in the minute, but yeah, killing that. It's a bull shark. Scraped me when I was taking samples. I got something for you. That's the thresher. You see that, Chief? Thresher's tail. Thresher? That's a shark. You want to drink? Drink to your leg? I'll drink to your leg. Okay, so we <laughs> drink our legs. 
what do you think is the, the scariest part of this film? What is it that makes it a scary film? I mean, it's it's not horrible. We said that, but it is scary. What what makes it scary? I I don't know. It's an element of I mean, when you you, you go swimming by the beach, it's something we've always done. Every every, every human does. And, uh, you've got to realise that there are monsters in the sea, and this is a this you know this is a, this is a monster. You, you don't. You don't see until it gets you. You know, you, yeah. you, nobody ever sees a shark before they're hit by a shark. They, you know, they, they're taken out by it. So I think that's what's scary about it. I think that's, I, I think, yeah, it's um, that's a fear of that. I mean, it did. It, it had that effect. It made, a, it made I think at the time, I think there was a record number of people stopped going to the beaches mm-hmm. for a couple of years because of Jaws. I mean, mm-hmm. it had a massive impact. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it still does, doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm always uh, reminded of that uh, brilliant Billy Connolly line, Connolly line, when he says, uh, "What do they call it? Surprise shark attack." He said, "You know, if, if you were in the news agents for the shark, got you right, <laughs> that'd be a surprise." But, yeah, but, yeah, but in the sea, you're actually in the shark's house. You know, so it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think in South Shields would be a surprise. I'm still too scared to swim in it, though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Even more so once you, you want, see You wouldn't swim in the sea of the South Shields, would you? Yeah. To be honest, well, a shark attack would be the best thing that happened to you if you were swimming in the South Shields. It would Shields. warm you up, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be attacked by plenty of other things. Um, I think the horror, you asked him about the horror. I think one of the yeah. things is it's just, it's the senselessness of it as well. It's not, it's, it's like, it's just the primal, oh, it's, it's, the primal, yeah, it's, it's yeah. like dying from disease. Or it's like if your yeah. kids die of illness or get hit by a car or something, it's just like, it's just senseless. It's just, yeah. it makes it's it so real. It makes it so yeah, yeah, real. Yeah. It's, that's what yeah, happens yeah, in real yeah. life. It's yeah. absolutely terrifying. And how weak yeah. humans are. And it's the weakness of humanity against this unstoppable force of nature, I suppose. It's, yeah. Terrifying, absolutely terrifying. As a, as a sort of horror trope, it, it uses the all horror tropes of a, a slasher movie that you've got this thing that is stalking his prey. It's mm. almost unstoppable. It can't be stopped. How do you think it compares to sort of slasher movies, the types of, you know, your Jasons and Freddy's well, and whatever else? Well, that's, well, well yeah, but they, they select their victims. Yes. A shark, does, a, shark, a shark doesn't. It's random. Yeah. It's just, it's right. So, you know, these kids in a game, a woman gets it, it doesn't matter. It's just, you know, yeah. it'll even attack a boat for everyone to say, that's it. Yeah, you know, true. In the film. It's, uh, so, yeah, I mean, with the slasher movies, they've always picked the victim. They know who they're going to attack. Shark hasn't. It's just purely by chance. If you, you know, you're, you're going to be in the wrong area at the wrong time. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it'll, it'll eat whatever, whatever it can find. Doesn't go out with a plan during the day, you know. <laughs> or a binoculars really? looking at the beach and say, I'll follow that one with that hat on. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's very clever in the movie how they get around the fact that I mean, all people have got to do is just don't go in the water. Yeah. And then the shark's bunkered, isn't it, really? Absolutely. In the yeah. movie, it's entirely believable that everyone just keeps getting back in the water. Yeah. The way the yeah. bear knives them to get back in the water and things. Yeah. Human stupidity. Human stupidity. Yeah. Like, oh, let's get back in the water. And it doesn't come across as false or nonsense. You go, yeah, that's what we. That's what people Absolutely. are like. That's exactly what we well, do. Well, we've we've seen that sort of stupidity the last eighteen months. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, don't gather together. Deserve, we can't deserve to be eaten by sharks. To be honest, there's only yeah. sharks. Well, yeah, I mean, I think we are the first species that started to devolve. I don't think Darwin's <laughs> mentioned that, but I, I, I think we are devolving definitely. Could be true, actually. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. I mean, the fact I was reading on Facebook on Friday that uh, there's a there's a group 
one guy believed that this storm was a cover for the Prince Andrew story. So that's that, that's uh, this is true. So that's where we're at now. And a guy wow. phoned in LBC Radio. Did you hear him and said he no. didn't believe it was as bad as the government was saying? And why did they change the start time of the storm? It's meant to be five a.m. and then it's been moved to ten p.m. So it's like <laughs> he would be swimming out with shark, wouldn't he? he would yeah, be, yeah, of course he would. There's yeah. no He'd be shark. A rubber dinghy. Yeah, yeah. Chucking yeah. <laughs> his chum over the side. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow, scary. <laughs> yeah. It's the MFF Awards. The first one would be standout performance. So who's your standout performance in this? It's got to be Robert Shaw. It's got to be Robert Shaw as Quinn because you don't you don't see him for the first chunk of the mm-hmm. film. Yeah, and then then he then he, he his character dominates every scene mm-hmm. he's in. Then you know even when he's not talking, it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's just a great performance and uh, 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 and there's also because he's scenes in it as well where he's got this uh, this. Calm, it's rage about him, you know. He, he smashes up the radio, then goes back to calm and uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, tells Brody to put the fire out. Well, he, he just the way he switches, almost I don't know, a bit of a psychopath, really, isn't it? But uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's Robert Shaw's performance, the best, it's the standout. Yeah, they're all good. I mean, it's hard to, I mean, I don't think there's uh, in the main cast, I don't think there's a weakness in any of them. I think they all yeah. give what they can to it, but sure, Robert Shaw, Robert yeah. Shaw. Gary? Well, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think all three of them are absolutely brilliant. When yeah. I was a kid, I think I was, I kind of like Richard Dreyfus more as a kid because he was like, I suppose, younger yeah, I and funnier. Yeah. And so, but watching it recently, and again, Shaw was just absolutely brilliant. But watching it recently again, just for the podcast, I mean, just Roy Schneider was just, yeah. he's yeah. like that archetypal sort of dad with the world on his, the weight yeah. of the world on his shoulders. Yeah. yeah. Reluctant hero, just having to go out and do this thing that he doesn't want to have to do. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just heartbreaking every scene he's in as well. I mean, Robert, he's got to get, and I think Robert Shaw raises his game. I think Richard Dreyfuss yeah. raises his game. They all raise each other's games, but Schneider is just that, yeah, that dad, just that weary dad going, fuck, yeah. you know, here we go. Going to get yeah. eaten by a shark. You know, awesome. I, I agree. Well, when I was younger, I did like Richard Dreyfuss character. I like mm, Cooper. Yeah, I did like mm, Cooper. But when mm. I started watching the film, when I got older, I realised mm. there's, there's class elements in the film mm. as well. There is, yeah. And then when yeah. I fr- first realised when uh, Quint grabs his hand and goes, you got city hands, Cooper. You've been counting money your entire life. That's where That's I was like, oh, Quint's right. Yeah, he's a posh boy. Yeah. He's got money off mummy and <laughs> yeah. daddy for his big shit. You know, it's that really... So, yeah, yeah so... I didn't dislike him after that, but it was like, yeah, yeah, you're probably not the best in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Life of privilege. Yes, mm, yes. Most me, I'd probably, I'd probably go with um, Schneider myself. Just um, think he's he's got something about him. I think it's what you say, Gary. It's that um, that dad element of he's got the whole world on his shoulders, and yeah, he, he's just been tasked with I've got to do this, and he, he doesn't want to, but he's been tasked with it. Yeah, um, yeah, he's, yeah, he's great. Isn't he? Yeah, he's he's fantastic, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, Robert Shaw for me just edges it. Just totally, yeah, he's absolutely brilliant. fine. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a fantastic actor, and he, he does he carries it to a certain extent once he's in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, favorite scene that would be again because it goes. It's a scene that goes through. This is the first time we see Quint. It's a yeah. nails on the blackboard. Yeah, <laughs> just when he draws yeah. attention. I mean, it's like, oh my god, it still goes through me. I can't stand it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but he's that opening line. You all know me. You know yeah, how I yeah. make a living. And, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. and he goes into that speech. This is a big fish. This is, yeah, it's yeah. just like, it's superb. Yeah. You go, wow. Yeah. 
And terrifying. Yeah, he's, I mean, he, yeah, he's, he's scary he's in the shark, yeah. isn't he? I mean, he is, yeah. yeah. He's just, yeah. Uh, it's where he just says goodbye to them, uh, Chief, and then just walks out. Like, he's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's a scary character in that, isn't he? Yeah. Gary? Well, I think any you could pick any scene in it and, and argue that it's a brilliant... It's such, it is a, I think it is a perfectly made film. And I think any yeah. scene in it, you could just pick that scene and go, look at this scene and just learn how to make films. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think the scene that where, where, where Robert Shaw is discussing about the Indianapolis, it's kind of like a bit hack. I suppose everyone goes, oh, it's an amazing scene. But it, I think yeah. that is an amazing scene. And I, and I watched the film very recently, uh, you know, because what did the thing with Mick... And I kind of forgot the scene starts quite early on. I'm just having a few drinks in the boat and they're having a laugh and they're comparing scars. Yes. And again, the film's really funny. So the film starts, the scene starts as a funny scene of these yeah. two people who don't like each other getting drunk, comparing scars. Yeah. And there's a picture even where Schneider hasn't got a line, he just looks down his appendix scar. <laughs> and they're comparing shark bites. Do you, do you think that's an appendix scar? Because yeah, appendix scars, I have a feeling, because we don't know Schneider's backstory why he left New York. Oh. He was a cop. Right, and I've always had this theory. I don't think that's an appendix scar. Actually, it's the wrong side. For your, it's the wrong side for appendix. It's actually the yeah, other yeah, side. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah, not yeah, an appendix yeah. scar. <laughs> yeah. So I, everybody seems assumes it's an appendix scar. I don't. I think he's about to say. I think he's been shot. I think something's yeah. happened. That's the reason why he's taken that job on Amundsen Island. And he, and he, and when he lifts it up, he sort of like puts it down as if to say, "I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not, yeah. not going to mention." Hey, that. do you know what? I, I'm going to look that again because now you see it. I think the scar's on the wrong side for an appendix scar. I think it's on I don't, his I, don't think, I think it is on his right hand side when he pulls it is up, it? but it's too high up. I think it's too high up because the appendix scar's down in your groin, isn't it? It's... No, in the olden days, we used to do massive incisions from ah, appendix right. scars. Yeah. Okay, yeah, maybe I'm wrong, but I just, I, I, I like the idea it's of a... thinking that he's got a genuine scar from being shot, but thinks I'm not, you know, it's not, right. it's not somebody wants to, it's not somebody wants to tell the story, but yeah, could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing. Um, I'm trying to remember. I'm sure in the book they do give a little bit more of his backstory as to why he left. And I think right. I think they always say that he walks with a limp in the book. So I don't know. Maybe there is something in that that he was shot at some uh, point. And that's why he's retired yeah. to Amity. But I can't quite remember now. It's a long time. It kind of makes sense that the cop goes to this really quiet place. He hasn't yeah. got a gun. It does make sense. Yeah. He's from New York, you know, yeah. that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but in the Indianapolis scene, you know, uh, Robert Shaw yeah. ripping, the, ripping the stage to bits, telling the story oh, about the Indianapolis. Absolutely yeah. amazing. He, he did that on the second set because the first time he did it, he got, he got, he thought he'd get pissed to do it and then made a mess of it. <laughs> then apparently, yeah, yeah. the day after they could do it and he did it and he, he nails it. But like you said, yeah. he starts off, it's a, it's a jokey scene and having a it good is, laugh, yeah. uh, you know, and uh, he's talking about the arm wrestling and his, his arms knackered and they're all, you know, mm. they're, having, they're having good fun. And uh, yeah, yeah. it's when it's when Brody says, "What's that one? What's that one there?" And he just goes, oh, "It used to be a tattoo, you know." That's and that's when it starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Hooper knows about it in Indianapolis, but Brody doesn't, so it sort of yeah. it lends perfectly into it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a great scene. Yeah, awesome. It's all great scene. Yeah, must be. I'm going to go for the um, the tension building. Um, the famous dolly zoom, where everything slides back and he flies forward. It's a, a brilliant. It's a shock bit of cinema, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. superb, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I use that as a bit of a meme if I'm outraged or shocked by something or something. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a, it's a breathtaking moment. Yeah. It takes your breath away. You go, yeah, it's yeah. done so well. Uh, it's fantastic, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. What mm. about favourite line or favourite one-liner from the film? Is there any of them? Well, the film's so quotable. I mean, there's yeah. yeah. so so many. Uh, the one that I, me and my friends is, we started using it as a drinking toast, and we still do, uh, is, is to swimming with bow-legged women. When you, you, have, a, when you have a shot, that's what <laughs> I comes from the film. Uh, well, I think uh, Quince Cards, uh, uh, Ryman never realised a body of Mary Lee died at the age of 103 for 15 years. She kept her virginity. Not a bad record for this vicinity. It's just, <laughs> he's all that. He's a proper sea shanty kind of guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, he's got all these little... Uh, yeah, but I, I, bad hat, Harry. I love that line. Just yeah. that's, that's the great. Uh, when Hooper sees him on the boats going out, he just goes, "They're all gonna die." It's just the way he says the line. <laughs> know, lines. Just, there is too many lines. There is too many lines yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's just so much humour in there as well. It's just oh, funny. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think I can pick out a, a, a favorite line. This is there are there's far too many, and probably mm. the the. The misquoted one, the you're going to need a bigger boat one, is is one of those classics that just falls into it. But there's yeah, so yeah. many other ones that, yeah, yeah. You'd go on all day, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I love the I love when Brody uh, Schneider when Brody when he's he's on the boat and he's throwing out the chum and 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 Quint's shouting out on his boat, but dead slow. He goes, he goes, and he's more winged. I'm dead slow. You come chum some of this shit. <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> that's when he first sees the shark. He goes, what? <laughs> yeah. That's when he backs up into the. Yeah. It's the boat before that line. You're going to need yeah. a bigger boat. You're it gonna, is, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Gary. Any others for you that you can think? Well, of? there's there's loads, isn't there? There's absolutely yeah. loads. Oh, absolutely, um, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat. I'm gonna cheat <gasps> and go for actually it's the tagline from the poster. I know the poster's not the film, but the kind of when I, again when I was a kid, I had the poster on my wall. Yeah, I yeah. Loved the film. Um, I had the King Kong poster and I had the Jaws poster. Wow. And you uh, you'll never go into the water again. Yeah. You know, as a tagline, and that just sells yeah. the movie. And of course, it's, it's true. You know, for a generation, for <laughs> generations, kids didn't go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is, it's a great. It's a, uh, the, the, what, yeah, You're talking about taglines. I remember Alien, Alien when it came out. And in space, yeah. in space, no one can hear you scream. Yeah, what was that? That's a terrifying. <laughs> it's it's a terrifying it? Brilliant line, yeah, yeah. though. Brilliant yeah. tagline. Yeah. yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, difficult. Next one. It's best cameo. I can actually think of one, but I would actually say uh, I think she's called uh, Lee uh, uh, Fierro, uh, who plays Mrs. Kitner. Mm. She was a, oh, an right. Islander. There's a lot of Islanders used on the on the set, and I don't, I don't think she had any kind of accent. I'm not sure how much accent experience she ever had, but there was all all the uh, extras and little bits of character interaction. They're all Islanders. They all lived on Martha's Vineyard. Uh, yeah. So for somebody. From not from an acting background, so such a good performance from her. I yeah, mean, it's yeah, only yeah. tiny, but it's just yeah, it's so well done. Yeah, she's great. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah, Gary. Yeah, I, I I'd be kind of tempted to go for her. I didn't know her name, but and actually, she, she's also got the other scene where a kid goes missing as well, and a bit yeah, where yeah. Everybody else is like out of the water and relieved, and it's really you hardly see her. She's just going, "Where's my kid? Where's my kid?" Just, yeah, I know. Yeah, especially yeah. watching it now as a dad rather than as a kid yeah. yourself. Yeah, like, oh yeah. my god, that's horrific. Yeah. That's horrific. And then her scene, which sort of launches him into taking action, getting yeah. slapped on. Yeah. Um, but I, I um I think I think the guy, the woman who plays his wife, I, 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 yeah. I don't know the actress, she is brilliant in it. There's she just is, so yes. many bits where she hasn't got any like not even dialogue, but she's just like watching him Schneider with his kids and things. Yeah. And there's just it's a believable, she just adds this, she creates the family that you know you have to believe he has a family that he's worried about. 
and looks yeah. like a loving family. I, I think she's brilliant in it. And there's a lovely yeah. little line as well, which you didn't mention on Good Lines. There's a bit where he sees the kid in the boat and he's quite kind of nervous. He's, he's got his sons on a boat. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he yeah. goes, get out of the boat, get out of the boat. And the, and the wife goes, he's in a boat. He's not in the water, he's in a boat. And she glances down and sees the book that he's got of the shark eating this boat of it. She goes, get out of the boat, what has your dad done? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Schneider like, looks at him and goes, well, I, just, I just said that. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's, she, sets, she sets him up for as well for a great line as well. He's just been slapped by Mrs. Kicker and he's Hooper's come over with the wine and he's drinking it and so on. And then she's saying... Uh, how uh, he's a um, you know he's he's afraid of the he's afraid of the water uh, and then she says uh, I think it's a childhood psychology thing what's it called and he says he goes but he goes it's drowning <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. such a good script yeah. man brilliant I'm gonna go with Geeky yeah, Camarillo I'm gonna go with Geeky Camarillo um, which is uh, the news guy who's on mm. the talking about who. How many getting attacked by sharks? It's actually Peter Benchley, who was the writer of the novel. So, right, yes, it is. Right, right, yeah. cameo. Because Carl Gottlieb was also one of the Gottlieb's in it. Yes, yeah, yeah he's right. one of as well. Yeah, yeah. it's um, Peter Benchley pops up as being the guy who's uh, saying, "Yeah, how many he's being hit by sharks and walking along the beachfront with these." Oh, that's him. Hand. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, oh, Benchley. Know that. So, know that. that's the the geeky cameo for you. That's because I. Don't All right, that's cool. That's a good one. <laughs> um, what's the one thing that dates the film the most? Do you think, or is there anything? This is a, yes, there is smoking in a hospital. Oh yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. the mayor, the kids in the hospital, he's, he's smoking away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. But I, I do. I, I this sounds bizarre, but I, I remember like the late seventies. My my dad was in Australia, barricades veins taken out, and he was in for like a week. And, and he was allowed to smoke. He wasn't allowed to smoke in the bed, but he, if he had a cigarette, he had to sit beside the side of the bed and smoke. And this was... <laughs> could you imagine it now? <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just a mare smoking away in the hospital. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it looks so normal, but you think about it, you go, that's not, that's a no, hospital. you don't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. No, not with oxygen lying around like that, you know. It's mm. <laughs> yeah. a bit dangerous, really. <laughs> yeah. Gary, anything other than smoking hospital? I hadn't, I hadn't noticed that. Um, I, I think it's timeless. I just think, I suppose because it's set in a, in a kind of a seaside resort, which is, mm. already looks old and dilapidated, it, it kind of True. looks beyond its best years. Yeah. If you go to seaside, even in Britain, you go to seaside places, they kind of look of another time, don't they? They do, yeah. Boats look like boats, the sea looks like the sea. It, it, it just, it looks, it could have been filmed last week, really, couldn't it, I think? Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, 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 it's timeless, I think. I was trying, I was trying to think of anything from a point of view of um, political correctness, but I don't think there's anything in it, particularly the, maybe some of the attitudes towards women to the point of uh, his wife and how he treats her, but I don't think there's anything specifically in it that's um, dated in that way. So yeah, it's a bit of a difficult one. Yeah, I, 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 I think they've got. I think they've got a great marriage. But I don't get yeah. the. I don't get the impression no. they had any problems with it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, I know you say. I, I, yeah, I think it'll be one of the films. I don't think you'll have. Uh, <clears throat> it'll never be one of the films that'll have. Uh, I mean, some of these scenes could be problematic. Yeah, yeah. On it, you know, no, uh, no, no. I don't. Yeah, I can't think of anything in it. That, no. Well, uh, apart from maybe apart from um, uh, Greenpeace or something, because isn't it? I mean, <laughs> didn't, having loads of sharks being killed because of Jaws is like people now vilify sharks, but they're actually yes. they don't kill sharks. Don't no. kill people generally. People yes. kill people. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would yeah. imagine. Yeah, yeah. 
It's a stereotyped yeah. version of a shark. Stereotyping sharks, yeah. yeah. Bad attitudes <laughs> <to the> sharks. <laughs> That's um, enough feelings too. Yeah. <laughs> Special award then, best kill. I'll, I'll, I'll go back to what I said. I think I think the best kill is the first one. Because mm. uh, the way it said it, because it, it, it's it, with that low light at night, and you yeah. go in there and you, it's, it's only like lit by the moon, and uh, she's swimming, she's having a good time, and he's trying to get on undressed on the beach, you know, wherever he collapses and falls over. Then when she gets hit that first time, and that yeah. theater, then getting dragged about, and then it goes quiet, and then you can hear the bell. I think that's it. I think that's the best kill in the yeah. in the film because yeah. it, it's it's right in the opening, and it's boom. There you go. That's the film set. Yeah. You, you're watching it from then on. Yeah, you're not it's, moving. Must admit, I have to agree with what I think that's the one that I chose as well. That it's just it's the whole setup for the movie. It lets you know exactly yeah. what's going to happen. That there's going to be shark yeah. attacks. It's going to be nasty. It's going to be gruesome. But yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Gary, mm-hmm. any? Different opinions. Yeah. What about um, uh, the? Uh, no, I kind of agree. But what about the the, the final one as well? Is when they kill the shark. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like sinking into the water, and at this point, you've invested everything. The shark is just unstoppable. Yeah, and I kind of and he sort of smiles. You son of a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and I cry. I cry every time King Kong dies. So I hate seeing animals die. But even I thought, come on, kill him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just this unstoppable monster. Just come on. Yeah. Yeah. The big chunks yeah. of flesh flying all around. The yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, yeah. You know, I I, was, I used to watch a great program called Mythbusters, which used to be on Discovery yeah. or this, which mm. I was fantastic. Yeah. And they sort of recreated that scene. You know, can you blow up a, a tank with a bullet? Uh, and oh, I was mm. gutting. You can't. You can't. No, no, <laughs> well, no. it doesn't. It doesn't work. <laughs> oh, I was sort of devastated. Well, here's a death that didn't happen. I think it's in the book. I Mick might know, but um, when 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 Hooper goes down in the sh- in the shark cage. Yeah, I thought I read this somewhere. The sh- Hooper goes down the shark. But I looked for it recently, and I and I and I couldn't find it on Google. Hooper goes down the shark cage. The shark comes, and I think originally the idea was that Hooper gets eaten by the shark. Yeah, but he when they filmed the- it, they they filmed it with a small person inside the the shark, with a real shark and a small person inside a cage. Yeah, and the cage door fell off, and the small person swam out, chased by a shark. And then the bloke goes, "I'm not getting back in there." So they only had one shot <laughs> of somebody. Is- that's what I heard, and then and then so Steven Spielberg. The whole film was beset with problems. Went, oh fuck it, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. he lives. He lives. Yeah. Um, yeah. I googled that recently. I googled and I couldn't find that Google again. But I've right. got this in my head. That's is that true? Has anybody heard that at all? I mean, I would heard that Upa was meant to uh, be killed, and he was meant to be just brought at the end. Yeah. But, uh, right. I, I I'm glad he didn't because I think that final scene when they both uh, it's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. Bro- yeah. Brody doesn't you know, he doesn't even know what day it is because it's Tuesday, it's yeah. Wednesday. I don't know. It's keep yeah, kicking, yeah, yeah. you know. The the tides with us. Yeah, I mean, it's lovely. But that's a grip build up to that with yeah. uh, when he's got his shark, his anti shark cage. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, cage goes in the water. You go in the, sh- <laughs> in the cage. <laughs> well, he's taking the piss, and he's proved right as well. He's proved right because it fucking makes mincemeat of the cage within seconds. It does, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. With, with his needle trying to get his needle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant though. He was brilliant though to do that. You know, uh, what says something about Uber's character? He had such belief in his yeah. technology. Yeah, mm. that it'd work. Uh, yeah. Whereas Quint, it's seen this. It's seen enough shots to know. I don't think there, yeah. Yeah, it won't work. Yeah, yeah. Need a bigger cage. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, in, in the book, he, uh, Hooper does die at that point. That is right. the death of Hooper. But there again, it's got a little bit more meaning in the book because at that point, Brody's character knows that Hooper's having an affair with his wife as well. So he kind of oh, right. he is vilified in that. And it's kind of like, yeah, we want him to die. You want him beaten by the shark because he's a nasty piece of work sort of thing. And our hero is still Brody. So you want to get rid of him. Right. So, yeah. yeah. There's kind of bit to the, that in there. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few differences with the book because they don't blow the shark up at the end of the book. He's dragged, right. he's dragged under. Instead of using barrels to make him float, barrels that will weigh him down. So they fire the barrel right. and weigh the shark down. So the, the shark's just dragged down at the bottom. So the last sort of description is that Brody, uh, Brody can see the shark sort of sinking down further and further into the water, and that's it. With Quint in its mouth. So, yeah. Oh. A bit of a right. different ending to it. but Yeah, yeah well, I, I, like, I like the Hollywood ending. I mean, yeah, yeah. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood ending. With a big better. explosion. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it would have been a bit dull just seeing the shark sink into the water. I think that wouldn't have worked, but. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, the 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 model they had did effectively just sink in the water. Anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the one thing it could have done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. they wanted to blow it up. To be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was just thinking actually, don't know those best best kills. Actually, that puts Quint to mind because Quint's end is a, a oh. brilliant end. It's such a heroic end, I suppose, being chomped on the the, the deck of the boat yeah. and pulled in after. He, Bitten in half, basically. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, I've seen so many people recreate that. I've people created on birthday cakes and all sorts of things. Like <laughs> it's just it, it's fantastic. There's even a, I think there's a Lego kit or something with it as well. That's it. You can really, it. Uh, yeah, wow. yeah. Well, I'll find that one. That'd uh, be a good one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't somebody? Uh, that's how they did the. Um, Somebody create, created that a cot for the kid's bed, didn't they? Did you see it? Uh, <laughs> you find it online. It looks brilliant. And it oh, no. cot. So the kids are sleeping in the cot. It looks like the sharks. Uh, <laughs> on, on, on the orca, uh, the, the boat, it looks like the sharks. It's, per- it's brilliant. It's superb. Wow. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah it's oh, excellent. I'll find that. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's the end of our awards. Like I said, uh, yep. Gary and I are going to go through them in the conclusion episode and decide from all the films we've watched which one's the, the best of each. Can I just say now, Gav, by the way, Jaws has won. I, oh, I, don't, know what, I don't know what we're going to have. Jaws has won. We'll not going to do that episode, then Gary wants to No, we can do it, but Jaws has won, I suspect. It's 46 years old, this film. Unbelievably. Yeah. How do wow. you think, how does it hold up against sort of action blockbusters of, of nowadays? Does it still hold its own? I, yeah, of course, definitely. Yeah. I, uh, um, well, it, he unwittingly created a formula with it. Uh, everybody wanted that, that style of film, that kind of action blockbuster. It, it was, uh, I mean, that was obviously not an intention at the time because there was no. problems with the film and the budget and studios want to pull money out of it all sorts yeah, of things yeah. were going on. Yeah. But that's that's the, that's the model now. They, they created um, that style of movie. Uh, and so, yeah, I think it'll, it'll, I think it'll stand the test of time. And, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to, Better it basically, you know. It's mm. the original. It's the masterpiece. It's uh, yeah. and everything else is a is a is a copy thereafter. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, is there anything else we've missed? Out? I mean, we've missed loads. We haven't talked about half the film here. But are there any other sort of bits of the film that you really want to discuss and get into a bit of detail with? Or uh, I think 
around, around, around. There's loads of stuff. I mean, the, the, the yeah, there's pond this, yeah. scene where it... Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, they're in the pond, which is meant to be the safe bit. Of yeah. The, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that shows us the shark's been a bit sneaky there. Everybody's <laughs> at the beach and then he's gone. He's in the car park. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly, yeah. <laughs> That would be a surprise attack, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You see, yeah, I love the I love the scene as well when uh, when Quint realizes what they've got when he says, "I've got a taxidermy man uh, back home that's gonna," as he said, wet himself when he sees what I've got for him. So yeah, which is, I mean, he goes. I mean, I want to know. I so I I've always. So Jaws 2 and that I paid no attention to. I watched Jaws 2 mm-hmm. and then didn't bother with any more yeah. after that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I would love a prequel to it, though. I've always wanted them to do a quint. I want them to do quint. I want them to do quint on the USS Indianapolis and then showing his life, how he ends up on Amity, how he ends yeah. up with his boat, the Orca. I want to see him uh, as a as a young man from the Navy up to that point. Uh, and you, and you, could, you could finish the scene where you could... I mean... The guy's clearly a character. He's probably been in more scrapes than that. You can imagine he's been arrested. He's the only guy on the island that's been arrested more than a dozen times. You'd imagine for fighting and all sorts of things. You know, it, mm. he's had a hell of a life. And you can finish the scene where they walk into the into the office and he's he's bleaching the the jaws from a, a an actual shark. You know, he's yeah, pulling yeah. Right over there. <laughs> you finish yeah. the film there and go, oh, that's it. Yeah, we know where we're going now. I don't know. I don't know. If get, I don't know if it's still on, Mick. But there's a there's a play on. It was on the Ambassadors, which I saw last week, called um, yeah. "Sharks Broken." And Ian Shaw, Robert Shaw, yeah, Ian Shaw is, is in it. He is just. It's just like Robert Shaw walks out on stage. It is brilliant. Yeah. It's, and it's the story. It's pretty. It's basically the story of Quint. The well, it's basically sort of Robert Shaw, the actor, on yeah. on on the Orca with the other two guys. Just bickering with Richard Dreyfus, it's it's brilliant and it's uh, really really it fun as well. Uh, well I'm, I'm in London next week and I was hoping to get a chance to see it, but it stops. The run stops next week. Oh, oh man, gutted. So I'm going to miss it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a shame. It's brilliant. Um, yeah, I had planned to see it before lockdown because it got delayed because of the lockdown. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I was meant to see it then, and then things just haven't worked out since. Yeah, I, I'm hoping to put it on the road and bring it to other cities. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you talked about the fact that you saw Jaws 2 and then kind of left it. So, have you not seen any of the other sequels other than Jaws 2? No, so you just I refuse to. <laughs> I refuse to. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, it's uh, tarnished. Make an idea. It's tarnished it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, I mean, the fact when I heard the quote from Michael Caine when he, he got asked why he did was it Jaws 3, where he said he wanted that he wanted a holiday home in Malibu or something, so <laughs> yeah, that's that's why he did it. So, yeah, that shows the, the sort of the integrity of that film, and yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'm the 3D who try obviously make money, but no, yeah. I've had, I've had, I've, I will not watch them ever. Fair enough, fair enough. Tar- tarnished. I've seen Jaws 2 twice, and then that's enough. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, it's a great way he kills at the end of the electric view. That's fantastic. Yes. But it's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but that's it then. It's like now, yeah, getting getting silly now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think Jaws two at least brought back Schneider and had something in there. But um, Jaws yes. three, I think it, it's he's it's the kids then growing up in a, a different park, and it's kind of like it's getting a bit silly now. Yeah, yeah. and when Michael Caine came into it, yeah, that was a bit of a, a bit of an mm-hmm. odd one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Nothing wrong with them. Um, right. It's a tough question, this, because I've asked everyone this one and I've done it myself now. It's really tough. Can you sell the film in 30 seconds ish? 
Uh, a New York cop tired of brutality in the city takes a person on an idyllic holiday island, not realising he's about to face the biggest monster of his life. If he cannot kill the monster, the island will die. Boom. Excellent. That's really good. I like Drops that. Like, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. That's a, that's a good pitch, that. <laughs> You've done this before. You've <laughs> <laughs> well, they, well, then they call it in the Hollywood, it's the elevator pitch, isn't the it? The elevator yeah. pitch. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it tells you yeah. not much about the film, but it tells you enough to get you interested. It tells you <laughs> enough, yeah. And I think there's a way of writing films. Some successful screenwriters have just come up with it. They've not even written anything when, they, when yeah, they're yeah. selling the idea, and it's only until they get agreed. Yeah, I've heard some maniac producers, the way they've had films made. Uh, is, uh, I think Jerry Bruckheim is the... I think he, he, he'll phone somebody and go, I want a film, it's called Dog, uh, right, phone a writer, and they'll go, all right, and they'll write a film. He won't even read it, he'll say, no, you have to rewrite that. He won't even read gets a third rewrite, and, and he's not even read it then, he'll sack, mm-hmm. sack, he'll sack them. Then he'll send the script to somebody else who he trusts and says, this, this is a piece of shit, this film, and he's rewriting, so we'll rewrite. And he'll do that a couple more times before he eventually reads it and goes, yeah, we've got a film. That's- wow. <laughs> what a way of making films. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's ended up with some decent films, though, so I guess it must. Yes, be. he has. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he likes films with like just like no more than two words in the title, like The Rock and you know that, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, mental, but brilliant. Yeah, and he, and he and so he put all his money's back in behind the CI CSI programs, which is loads of them, the, yeah, because just so he could use. Um, was it the Who's music? Because he's a massive fan of the Who. He just went to <laughs> yeah. yeah. Talking of music, I think that brings us perfectly back to the film. Um, okay. Because obviously, the shark itself we've, we've discussed is pretty ropey, but the shark's basically played by that music. What do you think of that? And the, the use of music within this film, they build attention. And... Yeah, I, I think uh, the, the film done, I, I, and you, there's only ever been one of a standout moment in any other film before that with the use of music and scene and that was Psycho yeah. that, that yeah. frenzied attack and uh, I'm not saying they copy that but it's the, the slow build up to the frenziness of it is that yeah. as I said earlier is is pretty much you're watching it from the shark's viewpoint it's a slow hunting process this gradual but you know something's building then it gets to bang the yeah. bit then it speeds up the entire thing speeds up uh Knew what they were doing with it. Yeah, it was uh, uh, just a it's, a, it's a fantastic device. It works so well, just uh, yeah. just to build tension. So then when you point, when you, and they don't overdo it either. They don't, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it, but when you hear it in the film, that we, because you know, then you hear that little first bar, you go, oh God, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And it's been used so much now in, in so many other places as well. Anywhere we've got any build up tension or you want something to sound mysterious, that Jaws music comes in, doesn't it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Parody and parody, yeah. just parody. Yeah, yeah. And everybody knows yeah, it. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. Every, yeah, everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. Yeah. I think, unless you've got anything else you want to talk about with Jaws, because I'm sure we could talk about it for another six hours without any problem at all. Yeah. Uh, I think that's pretty much covered the film to that point. Right. We're happy with that. Is there anything else you want to say or any other bits you want to? Not really, no. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm happy with that. I think we've, you know, we've, we've got to the bones of it. Uh, uh, it's just nuts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, 
where can we find you on social media then, Mick? Or have you got anything coming up that people might want to buy tickets for, or anything like that you want? Well, to I'm 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 a I'm a gigging comic, which means you know we're called you know all around the country. So like, uh, <clears throat> so this weekend I'm in uh, the Glee Club in Nottingham. Uh, if anybody's around there, or you know at the Comedy Store in London, and the, the week after, or you know it just yeah, it, uh, I'm on Twitter. It's just Mick Ferry. Uh, Instagram the same, and Facebook's the same. That's it. Awesome. None of these stupid names. <laughs> <laughs> no point in that, is there? Yeah, uh, yeah. Right. Well, thank you very much for coming along, Mick. It's been great talking about Jules Rius. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks very much. Bye. Cheers. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks once again, Mick, for coming along and talking about Jaws. I think both of us really, really enjoyed that. That was awesome. I love that. Yeah. Uh, next week, we're sticking with... I was going to say we're sticking with horror, but I think we decided mm. that Jaws isn't really a horror film. Next week is definitely a horror film, though, isn't it? It is one of the best. I think it's your favourite horror film. It is, is that right? Horror. It is, yes. It's An American Werewolf in London. And we talked to the wonderful Rachel Fairburn uh, of the... All Killer, No Filler podcast, I believe is her that's, podcast. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant podcast. Yeah. And yes. this is Rachel's trail. The reason you should watch this is it's good to see a, a horror film set in England from the north of the uh, country to the to the capital city. You get to see uh, a little bit of, you know, attitudes about how, what people think about different parts of England. Like in the north, we're a bit, they're a bit insular and a bit daft. And in the South, everything's a bit bigger and a bit better. Uh, you get to, it's a love story that goes wrong. And who doesn't love a love story that goes wrong? Nobody wants a happy ending with a love story. I certainly don't. Uh, so that what I would say is, if you are not a romantic, this is the uh, perfect love story for you. Yeah, sounds good, that one, doesn't it? I do like An American Wealth London. It is, like I say, my favourite horror film. I love it. Uh, that's next week. Is that us done for this episode, do you think, Gary? I think so. People just got to go off and watch The American Werewolf now and then join us next week and we'll see you all in. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Bye. Finally, thanks to Acast for hosting the website and to Max Smith for the theme tune composition. To get in touch with the podcast, remember that website is www.myfavoritefilm.com. Thank you.